Today, we're talking about follow-up plans after you're applying for jobs. One of the most frustrating processes is that you start applying for jobs and then you never hear anything. Well, we don't want to sit back and wait. I want you to have a follow-up plan and a strategy, and we're going to walk through why you should have it, when you should do it, and how to do it right now on the show. This is the Work in Sports Podcast. Here's VP of Content and Engage Learning at WorkinSports.com, Brian Clapp. Not going to lie to you, it's Monday morning after Daylight Savings, watching The Last of Us finale and the Oscars last night. You will be awarded the Oscar for Best Actor. I'm dragging a little bit right now, but I have pumped myself up with lots of coffee and I'm ready to hit this really great topic that came up today from Phil in Atlanta. So let's get to his question and then we'll dive into this conversation. Hey Brian, I'm a senior in college and I'm actively looking to break into the industry, but reading the news is tough. Layoffs, ghosting, inflation, it can make you feel pretty bleak. Your podcast has been a lift though. You've provided a ton of great advice that has given me a plan I can execute on. But I'll admit, waiting for responses from employers has not put me in a good headspace. I'm constantly worrying. Anything I should be doing right now to be more proactive? Phil, this is a great topic. This is one we've covered a little bit before, but I want to dig into it because I think it's important. It's one of those fundamental concepts that gets lost a lot. It is okay and expected to follow up. Okay, great. I get that. But then what? What do I do? When do I do it? How often do I do it? It can be a little bit daunting. Man, I'm so dang lost and so... So I'm going to help you break through this mental barrier a little bit because if you have a good follow-up plan, you can feel like you're more proactive in this process. And I know a lot of people, not only on the talent acquisition side, but also on the application job seeker side, who have said by following up, there are some really good signals and conversations that come out of that. So this can help push your application forward. So let's get into the why first. Why should you follow up? I don't know about you. But I sometimes do things online and I'm like, I didn't get a confirmation. Like, did that work? <laughs> I didn't see something that said, great, we got it. You know, like I'm nervous now and I'm thinking in my head like, oh my gosh, did I do that right? You cause some anxiety. You can follow up and confirm receipt of your application. We're still going to get into the when conversation, but that's one of the benefits of following up. Confirm that they know you exist, right? Number two, this is my personal favorite and I think most important is one of the things we hear a lot in the sports industry is that we want people who are qualified and interested. And that's a two-pronged thing here. We want you to have the qualification to do the job and a skill set that matches. That's where your resume and all that comes through. But interest is really important, meaning you're interested in this particular role, not just working at our organization. And by following up, you're sending a signal of interest. This matters to you. You want this opportunity. You want to make this happen. This is important to you. And that's something employers love because we get lots of applications. We don't know who that diamond is out there who has the skill set and the drive and the interest in this particular position. The more you can start to make that clear early in the process by being really proactive and involved, the better off you'll be. Number three, it keeps your name top of mind. We're receiving as employers lots of applications. If somebody follows up and you have a brief conversation with them and you start to feel like, all right, this person is interested, that name starts to stick out in your mind. It's like somebody that is always sharing or commenting or liking your posts on LinkedIn or Twitter or wherever you're, Snapchat or Instagram, whatever. I post stupid videos daily for people to like. If they're constantly in your vision, you're thinking about them. Their name has recognition. They're building your brand. Same kind of thing you're doing here. By following up, by having a professional conversation, you do keep your name top of mind which is really important. And then the final thing is you're going to get a status update. Status negative, sir. 
They're ignoring us. You're going to get some knowledge, maybe closure. Maybe they're like, yep, we've already filled the position. Or maybe you'll get, yes, we're starting interviews next week. So all of those reasons come together to say, you have to have a follow-up plan and strategy for this process, or else you will constantly be in this cycle of not knowing what's happening, and that can tear you apart. Now, I will just be honest with you up front. You will reach out to people, you will follow up professionally, and they may not answer, and they may not hear you, and they may not respond, and you have to deal with that. But you put yourself in the best position by having a follow-up plan, by going about it this way. And putting yourself in the best position is all we can do. You can feel good at night on your big pillow, getting comfy in bed, thinking I did everything I could. You're not going to have any lingering doubts of, well, maybe I should have done this, or maybe I should have done that. If you follow an exacting process through your application, through your resume creation, through your follow-up plan, all of that, you can feel like, all right, I'm doing this the right way. Good things are going to come from this. So just give yourself that peace of mind. Okay. So now the most important part when to follow up. I guess how to follow up is probably the most important part, but I also think when is pretty important because this is a confusing part for most. I don't want you to get into a crazy cycle of calling or emailing somebody all the time. A week after applying is generally the right amount of time if you haven't heard back. So you apply for a job online or through an email delivery or some other manner, right? You apply for a job at that week time, five business days kind of time. That's when you want to follow up. If we post a job and we're waiting to acquire applications, we're not really setting up phone interviews in the first like 24 to 48 hours. We're kind of acquiring, looking, analyzing, making short lists. If you start to then feel back out at that five-day period, five, six days, business days, that's when you want to be top of mind, and that's when it makes sense for you to be responding. Set it, book it, have it part of your plan. When you make an application, put a reminder on your calendar. Have a process so that these moments don't get missed. Okay, so now we're going to get into the tough part, the how. How, how, how. How, 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 I mean. How? How? How do you do that? I'd like you to make a phone call. Hold the phone. Everyone wants to fire off an email because it's easy and it doesn't put you in that vulnerable position. But if you put in a phone conversation, you can actually go through a decision tree and a conversation tree and be able to have a dialogue with somebody if you have a chance to engage with them. And you can get down to the real answer. And it's almost like a pre-interview where they've started to learn a little bit more about you. Okay, so you apply, you haven't heard back, it's been a week, you're freaking out a little bit, you want this job, so you reach out. And you do a little research, you figure out who the hiring manager is, you find their phone number, you you do a little bit of legwork. You're going to have to do a little bit of research to find a phone number. So now your job in the phone conversation is to be as straightforward and clear as possible. So very simple to start. Hi, my name is Brian Clapp. Uh, I'm calling regarding a recent job application I submitted to on the 22nd of, of March for the account executive position. I've made, I'm really interested in the position. I was wondering if a decision has been made. That's it. One, two sentences. That is something you want to practice. So you can say, I'm actually stumbling my way through it, but guys, I'm making up a scenario in my head. But you're going to know that. You're going to have it filled in. Practice it. People say it smoothly. Say it with a little bit of pace. Don't rush through it. Don't be like, you know, that happens a lot. If they respond now and they say, the decision has not been made yet. 
Ding, 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 you're still in the running, yay! Now you ask a follow-up. What's the time frame for filling the position? I would love an opportunity to discuss how my qualifications match your company's job description. Are interviews currently being scheduled? Do you need additional information from me for my application? You're showing interest. You're having a conversation. You're, you're getting your name top of mind. All these things are happening by having a conversation with somebody over the phone. If the position has been filled, this may happen. This isn't the best news. You're not thrilled. You can still show a professional vibe because if you're interested in this company, you can still show a professional vibe and be like, oh, that's really too bad. I was really interested in this, in this position, but I understand. Congratulations. I will continue to check your website and job board for future opportunities. Thank you for your time and consideration. I mean, now you're keeping yourself top of mind. We've all had it where we've hired people and three months later, that person hasn't worked out and that job becomes available again. That happens. So if you go about this the professional way, this is what companies look for nowadays. They call them silver medalists. We do this all the time. We have a job application process. We have a job opening. People apply for it. And it comes down to two or three people. And you have your silver medalist, a second place, and third place for a bronze medalist. And either a new position opens up in a couple months and you reach out to those people you've already interviewed and had a good experience with, or this position you hired for doesn't work out and you look for that second and third candidate. Being professional is so important. Okay, now. The best possible thing that happens is they say, yeah, actually, we're in the process right now. I see your resume is in one of our interview lists. Let's schedule something right now. Now is your chance to be like excited and be like, oh, that's great. I'm really excited about this opportunity. Can't wait to speak with somebody. When would be the best day or time for me to come in or do a virtual call or whatever it may be? Uh, and then you can also say something along the lines of, in addition to copies of my resume and references, which I know you already have, are there any other documents I should bring to the interview? You can get a little further clarity. Now, I want to be clear again, what, what will happen a good amount of time is nobody will answer. You'll call that number. Maybe they won't pick it up. Or you will reach out to them and, and you just won't hear anything. Or you'll leave a message and they won't call back. That will happen. Don't let it discourage you. Because you're going to get that moment where it really, really works. And that's totally worth it. Now, the lesser option is to follow up via email. I don't like this option as much because it's too easy. And you don't have a chance for dialogue out of it and really drill down in the conversation. You could do a phone call. And if you don't hear from anybody, you could send an email two or three days later. So at a week, you send, uh, you do a phone call. At a week plus three days, you do an email follow-up. That's fine. That's fine. Don't overdo it. Don't do any more than that. That's got to be the end of your journey. But it might be a place that's saying like that, that they just don't do phone call responses, but they might do email. So you try both patterns. You really want to do two to three paragraphs max and make them pretty short. Your first paragraph is going to be the restatement like I just did for your phone call. Hi, I'm Brian Clapp. I applied for a job on this date, applied for this particular job on this date. Very interested in the position, wondering what the status would be with a little bit of enthusiasm, et cetera. Your second paragraph is just going to be selling yourself, expanding on your interest and desire to work at the company, explain why you're an excellent fit for the position, list some specific skills that match up with that position and how they relate to that job and be as specific as possible. And then just a thank you for your consideration. I look forward to hearing with you and hopefully we'll be able to pursue next steps. So that's your simple email template that you can send out. Two paragraphs and then a wrap-up sentence. Send that off. And, and hopefully in one of these ways of following up, you're going to get a response. I also am stressing to you, look at the job description clearly and thoroughly. Because some jobs will say right on there, do not call us. Don't call us, we'll call you. Do not email us, we will contact you. If they have explicit things like that in their job description, don't call, follow the directions. That's an important part too. If you start calling and emailing, that shows to me a lack of attention, and I don't want that. 
So you have to still read everything, make sure it's okay to contact, and then go about this follow-up plan. Every job application has to be done with intention. And that's why I always tell everybody, don't just start applying for as many jobs as possible. Be really focused and intentional on five to six to 10 that you can customize your resume for, have a good follow-up plan for, and really go after with intention. That will set you up for the highest level of success. So if you are like me and 99% of the world, this gives you a bit of anxiety. It's a fear of failure. I was having a conversation with somebody last week that um, I personally believe And I I look at this in my own history. I look at this in my own background. When I look at my past decisions or the way that I did certain things earlier in my career, I personally believe we are afraid as a human species to make ourselves too vulnerable for fear of failure or for fear of pushback or embarrassment. And because of that, we often will do things kind of half-heartedly because then you tell yourself I only gave it X amount. I gave it 75% and, you know, I didn't really put myself completely out there and that's the reason that they didn't respond. If I put myself out there 100%, there's an opportunity for me to be completely judged like your 100% wasn't good enough. And I think that's something we do to ourselves a lot as human beings. I had an opportunity to be an anchor on TV early in my career. And I had an agent that was representing one of our anchors that I was a producer for, a wonderful woman. And she, uh, <laughs> the agent told me, she's like, I'd like you to do a demo reel for me because I think you'd be great on air. I've talked to you enough. I get a vibe for your personality. I think you'd be great. And I was 24, 25 years old. And I literally sabotaged that moment. I, I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't emotionally prepared for that. And so I often find, I look back at those kind of moments and say, I only put in 60% of myself to protect myself, to literally say, well, yeah, she didn't. She didn't end up hiring me, but it was because, you know, I didn't give it my all. So then I felt safe moving on in my life. It's like this weird mental game we play for ourselves. So all this lines up and wraps into this conversation because you are going to tell yourself not to do this. You are going to tell yourself, I'll do it half-heartedly, or I'll just kind of fire off an email really quick. I'm telling you right now, go through the difficult phase. Go through this, push through this, try your best to implement some of these systems and and follow up correctly. And you will thank yourself later, even if it feels really vulnerable and it feels really uncomfortable, push through it. So, Phil, I hope that answers your question. Very thorough response. This will give you a feeling of being more uh, active in the interview process, in the application process, because I'm not the type that can sit back and apply for a lot of jobs and then just sit back and do nothing. doesn't work for me. It sounds like it doesn't work for you either. So get after it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Tune in on Wednesday. We'll have another great episode that'll help you build your sports career.